Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. I'm Shade. And I'm Nina. And today we have Miss Nikki on, and she's going to be our guest today. She's going to tell us her story. Um, how I found her, I was just looking at some of her YouTube videos, and I'm just a cracking up laughing. I'm like, oh, it's some cute one, good ones, and then some serious ones got on there. I'm like, oh my God, I feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? It's just at that time, I'm like, let me reach out to her, you know? And then I did, and I was like, um, do you mind being on our podcast? Because one struck me about her, what something happened in prison when she was working in the prison system. So, Which, great ado, here's Nikki, guys. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> tell us a story. Tell us about you. Um, no, your journey on how you started YouTube. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. What made you well, be an influencer? Um, what What got you started on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I've been, everyone's familiar with YouTube. Um, I used to watch videos and stuff. I never even thought about trying to become a content creator mm-hmm. for okay. YouTube. Mm-hmm. It was uh, one day, I honestly um, started around 2019, mm-hmm. but I started taking it seriously actually after I left corrections. Okay. So um, when I was, I, I started taking it seriously in 2020 and I came across people who were telling like story times, like their stories were just like crazy. It just captured me. I was like, I can actually relate to some of these people. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, I was just thinking to myself, I want to tell my stories. (laughs) I have a pretty eventful life. So let me get on here and tell them my stories, tell them what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And maybe someone else can feel the way I felt when I was watching other people Mm -hmm. in that niche. So um, I definitely at first tried to feel out what I liked. First, I tried fitness and I tried this, I tried that. I tried a whole bunch of everything. Mm -hmm. But then I decided story times is where I... Like I, what I do best. That's my niche. That's my area. Okay. I'm um, talking about my life is not hard. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been telling my life all the time. So people was like, "You should be a comedian." This and the third. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I tell my my stories in a comical way mm-hmm. to make you enjoy it. Because right. it's a lot to digest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I try to do it in that way because I'm just a goofy person. And then I just kept doing it and kept doing it and, mm-hmm. you know, getting better at it. And then I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> so what, when did, what made you more, when did you become more consistent? Was it during lockdown when every COVID happened and everything was shut down or was it before um, that? I think, I think it was less about lockdown and more about, um, well, actually, yes, it was about lockdown because I had a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was trying to get another job in the field of like security, mm-hmm. but because of COVID, I wasn't able to continue training. Mm-hmm. So I was at home by myself, and I was just like, "Let me get on here and start telling stories, right. and let me do something because I'm bored. Right. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. I want to do something. So let me take this more seriously. I have time. There's mm-hmm. nothing." And then I used to see all those posts on Instagram. If you don't make something out of yourself during this lockdown, then you don't. You ain't hustling for real. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so wait, it was oh, that guilt God. that yes. was like, I'm finna yes. tell this yes. got to come out yes. right Let now. Me, that drive kicked in. Right. Yes. I said, I'm gonna ask my look, get up and do something because uh-huh. if I'm sitting around doing nothing and I don't get anything out of this, uh-huh. that's time wasted. Right. right. So 
I started getting myself together. I put my iPhone up, okay. propped it up, got a little ring light, okay, and started recording, mm-hmm. playing around with iMovie. Never edited before in my life. Really? <laughs> Everything is on YouTube was teaching me, and I just right. played around with it and played around with it. And then I decided to invest in a Mac. I got one off offer up because I wasn't paying for Right. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Then I got a camera um, and then I just expanded. So yeah, definitely it was a lockdown and then also me quitting corrections. That's when I decided something just hit me and said, I need to talk about what I just went through because it was a lot. Mm-hmm. So when you when you started being consistent, what well, what was your days like? How did how did you drop? How did you know? Did you listen to the, you know, the other YouTube um, influencers tell you how to you know drop your videos and when and what? I try, I try to listen to them, mm-hmm. but it's something. It, it's it doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. The same approach doesn't work for everyone. Right. So when I would try to do it their way, I felt like I wasn't getting the results. Right. Um, I felt like they they kind of tell you, like they tell you what they should point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. They give you the tools. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then at some point you have to put your own pizzazz, your own spin to it and do it the way you know how to keep it mm-hmm. authentic. Right. So I think that when um, they were telling me, oh yeah, you got to do it like this and do it like this. I was like, I don't like that. I'm just right. doing my work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's just like, when you, when you do it like everybody else, it's hard for you to stand out. It's hard right. for you to get noticed if, people, if you're doing it just like everyone else. You're right. going to look. So, it was just a lot of thought that got put into what right. I was doing, um, especially like making content and stuff like that. I tried the trends mm-hmm. and I ended up actually getting the <laughs> wrong crowd. Oh, <laughs> oh really? No. I got the wrong audience because uh-huh. I tried to do the Chloe Ting challenge. Hopped uh-huh. on the Chloe Ting challenge. <laughs> At first, the instant gratification of the numbers. Right. Went crazy. Right. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I almost hit a 500K views. This uh-huh. is big. Right. But in all reality, they wanted me to keep making fitness content, mm. but I wasn't a fitness channel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to take it from the angle of, um, I want everyone to understand that you can be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Physically, emotionally, mentally, internally, all that. Mm-hmm. But you can also, you, in different avenues, but it didn't work like that. So right. I actually spent a lot of my time flushing out mm-hmm. <laughs> right. the, okay. uh, subscribers that weren't interested in my actual content mm-hmm. and bringing in the new people. It took me a long time. Really? And how long did that take? For a year. Really? So yeah. do you, you don't get any help? It's just you? Just me. She's doing really? good, right? Yes, you are doing good. You do the editing, everything? Everything. Wow. Good. So I'm you don't right in front of my Mac right now. Right. You, yes. It's, you, it's so much. Do you, do you, so you don't never like, um, so, you know, they say, um, you know, hire editor, hire, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody to do your, uh, content, uh, what is it called? The, Creation um, the, the, um, the, the funnels and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like thumbnails. Funnels. Yeah. Thumbnails. That's it. That's it. I do it all, um, on my own. Cause I, I feel like, um, so when I was in college, I mean, when I was in college, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I took a class called computer graphic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they taught us how to use Photoshop, the whole Adobe suite. Mm-hmm. They taught us how to use Photoshop, um, illustrator and design, all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I took that experience and then I tried to, you know, I started making digital art mm. as a pastime, something right. I was just interested in. Okay. So then when I took that, I was like, well, if I can make digital art from scratch, 
I can make a thumbnail. Right. Right. So I got <laughs> I got on Photoshop and that's how I make my thumbnails on Photoshop. Some people use Canva and all those things, but I just use Photoshop and keep it like that. Mm-hmm. Download my fonts and things like that. But all of that I learned from high school. Okay. So um, I just apply that and I just, I don't like asking, um, wanting, like letting other people in. I actually had one person edit for me one time and I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I just feel like it doesn't have you, my touch, my I, spin. Yeah. And I know exactly what I want in it while I'm editing. An insert in my mind already comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want that. I want right. that clip. I right. want that song. I want that. Right. They don't know that. Mm-hmm. So, but if I ever found an editor that just knew, that and could be you in your hands. Okay. You take them. Yeah. Take me. Yes. <laughs> take it all. Right. Yes. Have you ever? So you you've never been on a um another on a podcast. Have you? Uh, has anyone contacted you about coming in to speak? Because you tell really good stories, girl. I was one day listening. I was like this, like okay, like I, I didn't like... stop. I watched it the whole. You know, it's hard to get people to watch you the whole time, right? Right. No, right. yours, I always watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm like, okay, wait, let me wait. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom or go do something and then come back. I'd, I've watched at least six of them. Mm-hmm. And this was just this weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, are you going to be um, one of the one one of the influencers that say, this is how you do it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell yes. the people this is how you do it from step, 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 mm-hmm. you know. I am because um, I think that people don't know that you can do it your way and you can, you don't have to always be so polished and you don't Mm -hmm. always have to be, you can, you can be yourself and be that person that you want to be all the while still thriving Mm -hmm. on YouTube. So I definitely, I'm all about telling people how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I try to tell them as much as I can, because I went from thinking, oh yeah, you can't curse too much. You can't, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like <laughs> you cannot, because that's what everyone else was doing. But yeah. I'm like, am I right. Am yeah, I you can curse. Yeah, you can curse. Like, Some people, right? <laughs> I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah. Like, right. Right. I all. I, I mean, it's just who I am. Not right. everybody is. You're not. You're not here for every crowd. I'm right. for the people that want to hear that real, the raw. Right. The, you know. The unfiltered, and then on top of that, while I was creating my YouTube channel, I did study my niche. That's one thing I pe- think people don't do. Right, study your niche, but don't end up being like them. Okay, watch them and learn what you would do differently. Mm-hmm. Okay, I noticed that in my niche, people have a tendency to tell stories and give a lot of unnecessary details or repeat themselves too much. Mm-hmm. So in my niche, I mean, in my videos, I said, I'm not going to repeat myself. If you can't, if you miss it the first time, right. you won't, you're not going to understand the whole That's story. Right. right. So don't try to skip past because right. this, yes. or, okay. or cut out the unnecessary words because mm-hmm. people don't want to sit here and be like, hearing the, um, and, yeah. and the, oh, well, I, what did I just say? They don't want none of that. They right. want you to get to the point. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Get straight to the, to the point. point. Straight people to the point. Time to wait. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, those are things that I said, I'm going to start applying that. So, you know, that's why my editing style is so choppy because the moment you start to slip, mm-hmm. boom, here comes another clip. Like, yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's right. So, so how yeah. long did it take you to get a, a thousand subscribers? Everybody's trying to get this first thousand. Girl, it's hot. It's hot out here for a pimp. I'm telling you. Um, she about I'm, to lose like, I'm about to lose my mind up in here, it's up hot. in here. So I would say um, I got my thousand from that trend um that's so i got i will say the 
the wrong thousand. Right. Um, I jumped on the trend, and when I started taking it seriously in 2020, within six months, I was monetized. Okay. My birthday. So my birthday okay. was in June. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was because I hopped on the trend, and then, um, granted, it's still I still incorporate like my motivational speeches and stuff mm-hmm. in my channel. Mm-hmm. But um, people were still focused on fitness. Now, when I say now story time wise, my thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> feel like that didn't come to earlier this year uh last year okay 2021 okay and um i think it was all when i started incorporating uh, my new camera so mm-hmm. when the quality got oh, yeah. better mm-hmm. and i got the mac that's when it really started to pour in and then i started just hitting the ground running and then ever since then I just post 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 now i also will say that thousand will come because um if you use this app called TubeBuddy. Yes, I, I heard of that. I it? heard Two of that too, buddy. I swear by two buddy. I, I I'll tell anyone who has ears. Two <laughs> buddy. <laughs> what the heck is that? It's a it's a it's a um it's a hat that does the content right. It mm-hmm. it helps you with con- the right content mm-hmm. for like you right your personality yeah. is that the one? Oh, wow. Well, it pretty much it's called the keyword explorer, right? Okay, that's it. So you go in there and you start typing in your potential titles. Mm. it'll tell you where, how you can rank. So your video will be the first one seen. Okay. And it will tell you like, so if they say, oh, um, it'll have a meter mm-hmm. out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. If your title is bad, it'll tell you it's a bad title. Okay. And then it'll tell you what also tags to put in your tag box and they'll mm-hmm. recommend things like that for you. Mm-hmm. I honestly give it out like it's free game. Right. TubeBuddy is the one that really shot me up to where I am now. Okay. Um, after okay. I, and that and VidIQ, those two. Yeah. And then if you want, you can use Keyword Explorer where you see what other people are putting other keywords. But if you want to be in your own lane and kind of do your own thing, right. TubeBuddy is going to tell you exactly what you need okay. to okay. put in. Because when we when we were when we do the when we do the research on like women and then black women on Mm -hmm. um, topics of like prison politics, entertainment, things like that. It's not, it's not, it's not too much on YouTube. It's it's not. And so it's like, okay. (laughs) We got to hurry, you know, because like I tell her, it's going to be somebody coming after, Mm -hmm. you know, that talk about what we talk about, you know what I'm saying? The topics that we talk about. So we're not worried about it. It's just that, we got to get the going on it because mm-hmm. they're going to be looking at us to say, oh, they was here. You know, we they typed it in and this is what came because it's what comes up. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, you type in the topic, TubeBuddy is telling you what's in your niche, right? right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. telling you tweet that title. Okay. And once you tweet that title and it gives you like the green uh, green light, it, t- it turns it into a green mm-hmm. meter and it tells you this is an excellent setup in your title. Right. And it'll even tell you like the average people, like how much you could reach. It's just it tells you the whole wow. thing. Okay. Once it does okay. that, um, I pay for it. Um, uh-huh. It's like it, you can range. It ranges on different prices. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then I just use that. I've been swearing by that ever since. <laughs> okay. <been> I know, <laughs> right? <I've> been... <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's better. Look, that's better than the editor, huh? Okay. <laughs> right. Going back right. before you became a YouTuber, you worked in a correctional facility. Mm-hmm. What, how was that working there where you, you were in an all men facility? Yes, I worked in a men's facility and I also used to work at a, a max female uh, mm-hmm. just to help out sometimes. I would volunteer. Okay. Um, 
I was working there and before I did YouTube, I was doing YouTube on the side, just a little bit, uh-huh. but not seriously. Uh-huh. But it was an interesting experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. um, I will say interesting because a lot of it comes with both good and bad. Uh-huh. Okay. And everyone said it's all about how you make it. Right. How you how you make that experience determines how your days will go. Mm-hmm. So um, I you- will say, though, that working corrections did provide me a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, job-wise, afterwards, I had some very good jobs just okay. solely off the corrections experience alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but working there... It was, I bet. <laughs> okay, were you one of those officers that was mean and nobody could stand to see you or you was the one of the ones the guys was like, like hey, come here. Hey, girl, come here. Come what's here. up? Let me tell you this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, you know... Um, <laughs> it don't matter. I, honestly, it don't matter if you're a good or a bad officer. They're gonna do that regardless, right? But um, as long they don't see many women, so they're gonna they're gonna try their hand, right? Okay. But um, when it came to being the type of officer I was, um, they always tell you to stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. but right. make sure that you follow the policy and do what you have to do. Right. Um, over time, people's opinions will try to change who, mm. what type of officer you should be. Right. Okay. Because they don't tell you to act that way in the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the other officers around you that don't like it. They're like, mm, I, don't, I don't know why you do that. And then right. you feel compelled to change okay. because that's how they act. Right. But if you have that strong sense of self, mm-hmm. you will be a great officer. So um, I think that I was not a mean officer, honestly. Okay. I was stern. I was actually pretty easygoing until mm-hmm. you pissed me off. Right. But it, it takes a lot to piss me off. If right. I tell you time and time again that I need something done, I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to do none of that. Right. I just need it done. And you somehow do something disrespectful mm-hmm. after I've tried to be very calm and collected with you, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're going to see a little bit of attitude. It's only <laughs> okay. natural. But, <laughs> yes. but, um, Typically, I was definitely the one that was always checking in. Um, I was always, I was very involved. I was always doing rounds. Some people don't like to be in their face or around them and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I'm in there. Right. <laughs> so, I know. When you talk about do around, did you ever have any guys that you know they're like, oh, she's coming by. I'm gonna be naked when she comes by. Oh, you see girl, oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna have my pants. You know, be in my boxer shorts. Right, you know? right. Have my cologne on. She gotta come in here. I'm gonna put my cologne on because she gotta come in here and check. They did try to get a little extra cute when I come around but after a while it's mm-hmm. too much to keep up with because um they say you're supposed to do rounds every I believe like 30 minutes or so right but I was I never stopped walking so okay. by the time you look there I go again right I keep walking around and around and around and around right and after a while there's nothing you could do I'm on the move <laughs> okay <laughs> people told me this like you gotta slow down right okay. Too much. <laughs> okay did you ever get into a fight with any of the people like any of the inmates or have to like restrain to where you're like, oh man, I'm scared. Like, huh. I had arguments, but I never had to um, restrain. Okay. I never had to do that. Um, when there were fights, mm-hmm. thankfully, I was not on the floor. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. That's good. Um, That's but good. there was a time where there was this guy and it wasn't anything personal. He was just upset about something else. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of us around him he felt like it was an ambush you know Mm. it's a lot a lot of people have um, a lot going on mentally Mm -hmm. so it's all about the way you approach people Mm -hmm. and when you come in there guns blazing type everybody's like yeah have a gift on the wall like Mm -hmm. of course you're gonna feel like 
you have to defend yourself. So right. that's that's pretty much what was going with that. But he, I didn't get into a situation. It was more a lot of the men handling that. Okay. Now in the female facility, um, I accidentally got punched. I think oh. in my little. <laughs> Really? I got in my coochie box. Oh, oh, my God. God. oh wow. What's your midget? How did you hide? <laughs> <laughs> she a midget. She was fucking. <laughs> you awesome, man. She almost punched me right in my, in my pride. My lady punched. She, she punched. Actually, she did hit me. She punched me and it hurt. Oh, oh. That was a lot going on. Right. right. I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And what did <laughs> she, did she target you or was she fighting someone she else? Was, Fighting with someone else. Okay. And okay. I just so happened to be near her and then the arm caught back. Oh, yeah. And just hit me right there. Oh, and I was gosh. and she was down below and uh-huh. I was standing over her and just ended up getting uppercutted right mm. right up in there. And I was wow. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> that's like that's like riding a 10 speed bike a boy's 10 speed bike and you hit the handlebar you fall on it yeah. Ooh, girl that's some hurtful stuff yeah, baby oh, <laughs> man you be hurt for days okay on wait when you saw her wait nikki when you in pain i wanted to just scream out when like, you saw oh. her nikki when you when you went back to work after or she came out the hole or whatever how did she did she apologize to you she didn't even remember. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> she was in a different mode. And oh, I'm, like, I'm not bringing this up because I'm not gonna. That's embarrassing. I'm like you, you accidentally punched me. I'm like, I don't even know how to approach that. Right? Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wait, well, you was, was like, one of them situations see. where you was like, eh, I'm gonna leave that alone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. Exactly. Because right. I knew why she was upset. I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to get caught in the crossfire. Okay. Uh, right. Oh wow. <laughs> So you said you was in a women's maximum. What yes. was the most time a woman had? I mean, that you know of a woman having the most time. Right. And how did they prison? act? Right. Um, just life, honestly. Life. And I, um, they just acted really calm. Like they don't, it's nothing to get rowdy over. It's mm-hmm. almost right. like they're just tired. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They're just fed up. They're just like, it is what it is. Right. right. Oh, wow. When you watch, in, like, go ahead. N- no, I was going to say, when you watch the women prison versus the men prison, what was from, ooh, from your perspective, what was that visiting room like with the visiting, the mm-hmm. women getting visits versus the men getting visits? Like, because right. the women getting held down versus the men getting held down. Right. How was that? I actually never, I didn't um, get to, they didn't even put me in visitation. Oh. Um, unfortunately, I know. <laughs> I wanted to see the difference. Right, I really right, did mm-hmm. right. Because mm-hmm. I just got to see how they do visitation. Because I already know how the men get down. The right. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see how the women did it. Right. But, but unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see that they would uh, put me in the housing units. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the, you did see the men go to have visits. Oh yes. So did <laughs> do, did a, did they have a lot of visits? You know what I'm saying. Men tend tend to get. Mm-hmm. More women come and visit their mates yes, or whatever. They had a lot of visits coming in, um, rooms full. Like, okay. we would have one room, a smaller room, and then we would have a big gym, and mm-hmm. they'll usually fill it up. Wow. Like, okay. families would come in, and then there would be times where uh, they would get one set of people visiting, and then 
a new set of people come in and they leave. Okay. And they'll still be doing their visitation. So it's like, it could be an all day thing, honestly. Wow. Okay. It's, it's just a lot of people that come in and support. Um, did you, did you ever see the women fight anybody in a visiting fight? Like a one woman, they bump heads, like one girl's coming to see the two girls seeing the same man. They, I will say this, they're <laughs> smart. Oh, the men? They will never mix the two. Ooh, oh, really? They will never mix the two. There's... <laughs> oh, they slick, slick. Okay. They will have one girl, mm-hmm. and they'll do their thing. Mm-hmm. The girl will leave, kiss by, and then she, the other girl will come later. Mm. Oh, they, I've okay. never seen them cross the two That's all. so and good. I mean, wow. Because wow. I bet that would be ooh-wee. Nobody mm-hmm. even in the parking lot or nothing? No, no because we don't... Um, they don't like reveal all that information unless somebody walks up and is like, hey, are you here to see? If you're just out here chatting and you were chatty patty talking to everybody, right. that's when you're going to find oh, out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Typically, it's not us. Right. <laughs> it's something going on inside. Right. In the waiting area. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we keep that. That's so not So, how <laughs> did you, how did you compose yourself with nice looking men? In that that you had to, you know, be in there. You're in there eight hours. It's like you're locked up too. Yeah. Whatever your shift mm-hmm. is, you're locked yes. up too, because you're locked in too with them. So how did you compose yourself with, you know, refrain from? Ooh, he is fine, and you just keep uh. right. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, there there are attractive men in prison, mm-hmm. and I think people don't grasp that concept mm-hmm. that just because they locked up don't mean they're ugly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and and then on top of that, it's, it's easy for women to get caught up because just because they're locked up doesn't mean they're not intelligent either. Right. So, but usually I just I just keep my composure because the game, it, the way they spin it to you, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard it already. Right. Like, okay. Right. So, like when they spin it to you, it's something that you've heard. It's, it's something <laughs> that the men out here are saying. You know? Right. So exactly. when if you've been around, then you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you've been around, they be like, yeah, you know, I'm about to get out. Like, you know, I'm trying to fuck with you. Like, come on. Right, all right. <laughs> come on, baby. I, I and they look, they like, they're really trying to do it for them to have bragging rights. Right, like, right. Yeah, for them to be, you know, Mr. Macho mm-hmm. on, the, you mm-hmm. know, exactly. on the yard yeah, yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. And there's usually witnesses. So that means oh. that they're doing that so they can have that conversation after like, yeah, you see how I did that? Like, right, oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Once you keep that in your mind, yep. you already know this is a show. Right, okay? right. So they're just performing. Right. And that's just kind of how you have to, to keep that in mind, to keep yourself leveled. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, honestly. Well, um, I'm trying to think. What else can we... I'm thinking... Uh, what? <laughs> what you want like to ask? <laughs> what was a shoe moment? So we call it the shoe moment if you ever had a situation. To where you almost landed, landed yourself, yourself in, in prison. Mm-hmm. Being that you were working there and it, you know, what what did you go through at the time that you was working there that prevented you like, no, nah, if I do this, then the rose is going to switch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I might be in that shoe or in that hole if I do you know, X, Y, Z, or if I, mm-hmm. you know, re- retaliate, even to a co-worker, like, right. how did you, how did you, deal, was there any situation that you had where you had to deal with that? Yeah, I can give you one, officer-wise and, um, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. so, officer-wise, just me, 
about to be in there scrapping with these officers. <laughs> it was really Look, it. I'm like, like uh-oh. <laughs> they just made me want to just put my hands on <laughs> Sometimes it's like, um, I think that people forget that at the end of the day, with or without the badge, we piss the shit in the same pot. Yeah. So when people start to lose sight of that concept and mm-hmm. they start getting a little he- ahead of themselves, mm-hmm. that's when it starts to rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we're a team. We're mm-hmm. supposed to, you know, be working together. We're supposed to make sure that we get home. You know, mm-hmm. we gotta have we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. So when you start coming in here with the emotional stuff and the gossiping mm-hmm. and people going up against each other and plotting on each other, that's when and I'm not one of those people that fight oh, night yeah. son. So I'm going to, I'm going to come up to you. I'm going to talk yeah, to you about right. it. Mm-hmm. And I dare you to lie. <laughs> right. So, so that's pretty much what that was. Just we, just constant um, situations with officers not understanding that. Um, I understand that we're in uniform and stuff like that, but don't get on your high horse. We're right. Still, you know, right. Um, officer, I mean, uh, inmates now, when, when I was in there with the guys, mm. They like they they know how to spin it to you to bring in them drugs. Okay, right. people, the way they pitch it to you, mm-hmm. it's almost it makes you think like you can get away with now, it. get some money. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> I'm I didn't get caught up in that, mm-hmm. but it has been pitched to me. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's been pitched to everybody. Right. So, but I mean, people are afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. But you know, good and well that somebody was like, "Yeah, we can make this money." Right. I have somebody send you some money uh-huh. to the cash app or whatever. Right. And you do what you're supposed to do. It's been it's been brought up. Uh-huh. So it's up to you if you fall into it or not. Mm-hmm. But I will say, there are some salesmen up in there. Oh yeah. That needs <laughs> that needs that need to get when they get out. They need to be a salesman. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> They probably were salesmen before they came, went in. Right. <laughs> it almost sounds enticing, though. Right. right. It was, but you got to remind yourself. Right. Don't do it. Right. Exactly. Because we were just did a uh, inter- a podcast a couple some weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how they found so many cell phones in this prison. Yes, 19. Oh. <laughs> 19. So somebody dropped a dime on that officer. The right. officer mm-hmm. didn't get caught. No. It was one of the, the the inmates did and because the they caught them they said they could what they took their visits they and their phone their visits. Mm-hmm. they yeah. took the visits and the phones for the holidays mm-hmm. they waited for the holidays but 19 you know that's the officers that brought the it in right yeah. the thing about it is the officers get paid so their salary they stay for the you know bringing it in mm-hmm. that's why they yeah. stay an officer because they're like dang i could just be paid this is paying yeah. my all my bills for two years right. you know because i'm consistent with what i'm bringing in you yeah know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. did you ever it's, see uh, it's enticing it's enticing because we don't officers aren't getting paid that much you're right. working crazy i worked a 12-hour shift mm-hmm. wow you're working you're in there from sunrise to sunfall mm-hmm. right and then you know you don't get a chance to see your family you don't get a chance to have a social life right and then you're making dirt pay almost, right. almost mm-hmm. unless you start uh busting out overtime right. and that's more of your time getting taken right for mm-hmm. all of this that we're doing how did so, your how did how did your relationships work like you know when you were locked up just having a relationship and being you didn't have one i couldn't have one um i tried talking to guys but uh-huh. they couldn't 
keep up with my schedule. Right. Okay. I can't bring my phone in there. Oh. So when they're texting me, I'm usually too tired or I'm on the way to work early in the morning. So I'm texting you at 5 a.m. Right. And then I'm, I'm not getting back to you till the next day because by the time I get home, I'm showering and going to sleep and right. I don't make it to the gym. Right. So it's not enough time for us to... And then on top of that, I was an overtime shark. I mm-hmm. loved working right. overtime because I that pay wasn't enough. Right. And I was just constantly in there all the time. So I wasn't able to have... Um, a romantic life okay and i think that's also why people get caught up in these relationships as well because you're not able to have a social life you're not able to see your friends you're too tired mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so they're the only ones you see right like, all day consistently mm-hmm. well wait a minute so, well what uh, you didn't you didn't never get none <laughs> You didn't never do. You didn't never do nothing. Like what? <laughs> like toy. just oh, I'm gonna toy. go to work and I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go to work. Okay. Yeah. I mean what? Well, I mean, um, I've I've been on a celibacy journey, so okay. Okay. that stuff is not really something that I'm too crazy about. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but I mean, I, I once I invested in my toy, it was a wrap. Right. Okay. Okay. No, <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Look, the toy is your is your is your is your partner, huh? Okay. No complaints and don't nothing, talk don't and talk, you nothing. control. No problem. Don't need no problem. Right. So pick it up when you want. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was your pick up and put down. Huh? Right. Right. So that part was taken care of, and that's honestly, um, socially, like I'm an extrovert, so I get. Um, I like talking to different people. I mm-hmm. like being in situations where you can be around different personalities. So working in the prison was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So all of that, like the getting this, the talking out, talking and interacting with different walks of life. Mm-hmm. I got all that at work. So okay. I was good. Right. 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 So it was just like, um, and it didn't even have to be on like a personal level. It was definitely just me talking to them and listening to their stories, mm-hmm. checking in on them to see if they're doing good. They're going to classes. They're, doing all that stuff and having conversations with them. And sometimes they'll tell you what's going on in their life, mm-hmm. like personal issues yeah. that they're having, people dying, th- different things. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you actually get involved and talk to them. Right. You get all you need to know. Right. <laughs> you, get, you get your fix of talking. Oh, for yeah. The day. <laughs> yes. What, um, okay, wait, two things before we let you go. Okay, what is like the worst I guess, story of a person that was locked up that you had to, you know, you had to interact with them. But, you know, the officers is like, you know, whispering around or the inmates even are saying like, they're not, you know, they're not together mentally, but you had to deal with them. What's the worst situation that you heard of, like case in there? Um, This one guy, I think he was in there for... Nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine years. Whoa! Um, when you looked at his thing, he was just in there. It just said straight nines across the board. Wow. He was never getting out. Okay. And um, he he was in there, and I honestly don't know the full details of the story. I just know he was in there for like something big, crazy. It was it was a crazy story, but. Um, he wasn't all the way right in the head. At first glance, you would think that he was a happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. type of person. He mm-hmm. was very quiet, very respectful, but he wasn't right. Okay. Everything was definitely, it was, he was struggling mentally. Um, he was, it was a big issue of mental disorder. It was definitely something he was going through. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically would, 
you know, you got, I just, I feel like you can kind of gauge how you need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. When you, when you kind of get around them enough, you kind of see, um, he was having, he had, he suffered with PTSD, but it was very bad. Okay. So I think that after a while I would just check in on him and just all the time he was very quiet. You just got to kind of check in on him. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want him to go crazy. He was right. Like, but everybody <laughs> was saying he wasn't here with us. Right. <laughs> So I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Right. Because right. the silent mind, I don't know what's going on in the silent mind. Right. So, well, you know, you could want to set this place off. I don't okay. know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like to check it. Hey, mm-hmm. good. Right. <laughs> so, you know, um, eventually, I, I guess he just came to me and told me that um, I'm about to lose it in about a couple seconds. Oh. And I was like, hmm. Oh, oh. And you was like, did you get away from him? (laughs) No, I I said, well, what you mean? Uh (laughs) Right. I I didn't, I don't, I don't get scared of stuff. Right. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. I think after a while, you can kind of see, you can kind of feel, you can kind of tell where Mm -hmm. this is going. Mm -hmm. Right. But he told me, he was like, I'm just, I'm just losing it. I I feel like I'm going to lose it. And then he was just like, I don't know what to do. So that's when I pulled him out into the foyer. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking to him, and he tells when he tells the story, it's really rough. Like right. he had wow. been through some things that he was hurting someone that hurt him, okay. and then um, well, hurt his child. So he was hurting someone that hurt his child, mm-hmm. and then people were jealous of him while he was incarcerated. So they broke his kneecaps, mm-hmm. and then he just had a lot of different things just in his mind. So then he was saying that he felt like. Because he was ex-military, so mm. whatever training was going on, he was sealed on mm. top of that. Mm. Seals ain't no joke. Right, <laughs> so, right. So <laughs> he had a lot just diff- floating thoughts. Flashbacks. Through his head. Yeah. yeah, so wow. when he would tell me, he was like, I'm going to get to that point where I'm going to hurt somebody. Mm. I just got on the phone with Psych immediately. Like, oh, right. We got to step this whole thing down. Because he... <laughs> He he's saying that he's not good, uh-huh. and for him to even tell me that he's not right. good is a big step in itself. Yes, right. it is. So for you to feel comfortable to even come to me and tell me like I'm about to do something crazy, so mm-hmm. help me. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore that. You have no. to help. So yeah, okay. that's honestly one of the big things. It was just it was actually common when guys would constantly come and tell you their mental problem. illness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And what did what did what what since you've been successful on YouTube, um, how do you deal with family with telling them no or friends with, you know, because, you know, everybody's, they're watching your numbers, they're watching your channel, they see your success. Yeah, and so say, you can pay. You know, hey, can I borrow some money? Um, yeah. You know, can you pay this, do that? How do you deal with saying yes or no? Um, I tell them now, I don't got it. <laughs> but they already know that um see the type of person that i am is like now that i started coming into that type of revenue right i take care of them before they ask okay, okay. and then nice. like i just want to just let them know like anyone that's stuck around me and has always made it an easy experience for me to be myself and mm-hmm. to grow and evolve as the woman that I'm becoming, mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of you the way you took care of me. Yeah. Because right. that's Amen. a big job, very, you know, very good. Um, especially when you're taking YouTube seriously, you don't have a lot of time to mm-hmm. check in and right. stuff like that. You're busy. Right. So if you still find it in yourself to like understand that and not hold it against me, I'm going to extend that kindness to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they never feel the need to ask me for anything because I don't just buy flashy stuff. I invest in you the way you've invested in me. Right. 
So that's the best gift that I can give to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if you invest into me being mentally sound and trying to, and you're supporting me while I'm trying to be big and Mm -hmm. let people see me from all over the world, Mm -hmm. it's only right that I return that favor to you because that's that's how I show my love. So they never feel the need to ask. Um, They usually just be like, I ain't gonna lie to my mom. She 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 does get a little. She's like, so, um, are you at the store? I know, right? <laughs> Tell my mom is no is the hardest one. Right. My right. mom deserves the world. That's right. But it's like I want to give her the world, but mm-hmm. I just I don't. First, I gotta I gotta get myself set up first. Yes. So okay. I just I have to explain it to her in a way where. Ma, you gotta let me put my feet on the ground first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before I take you to where you need to take me. I'm no good to you weak like this. Right. I'm not strong enough to pick you up. So mm-hmm. let me do me and build up my strength and do what I have to do, get myself together, and then we'll talk about that. Right. But right now, you know, since she's not used to it, she's like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> y'all, I, I'm on my mama. I'm, my mom was crying about his washing machine. She went to his washing machine. Uh-huh. Then I went and bought her this brand new washing machine. Aww. Then I went here and bought her this. And then I took her shopping. And right. I'm like, she just, she's not used to this type she's of stuff. Oh, that is so it. sweet. That was a Aww. blessing for you yes. to even do that the Washing machine, girl. Wow. I wish <laughs> yeah, I was looked, I, I wish look. you could have secretly recorded her. We would have been yes. crying. Okay. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I just put the receipt on the sofa and I put her name on the front. Right. Because okay. we had to get it delivered. And then she was I'm like, what the hell is this? She opened it up and she saw the receipt and mm-hmm. she just um oh. almost fell out because you know she came from Jamaica. Uh-huh. She yes. she went from coming over here, she went from cleaning shit to grinding her way up to make a life for me. Right. Oh, so I'm so a first sweet. generation right. of wealth. And all that. Right. I'm every, so I'm like, you came here and broke your neck oh, to God. make That's a so way for me. Oh, so it's the only way. It's only right. right. My mom and my dad too. My dad, he he already knows. Right. <laughs> so, How's he yeah. adjusting? How's he adjust to the to it to you being he successful? Actually, doesn't know. He don't. <laughs> he thinks he you're doing like something it. illegal. No, he he doesn't uh. know where it's coming. He knows I do YouTube, but he asked to see my channel, and I told him that it would be best if he didn't. Okay, because my dad is very um protective, mm-hmm. and I have that. I'm a daddy's girl, so I have the sweet, innocent look. Right. So I can't do any wrong. <laughs> and a lot of my videos talk about the mistakes that I also made okay. in a lot of my situations, relationships, all that stuff. Right. So he's gonna look at me like, "You mean to tell me a boy did this?" Oh, lose it. So I can't. <laughs> yes, yes. You better so not tell him. him. Yeah, don't I tell mean, him. Don't you tell I'm like, him, Daddy? You don't need to see that. Right? Yeah. Like, let me see the channel. I was like, you don't need to no. see it. Just know that okay. I'm doing my thing. Okay. <laughs> well, <I'm> okay. <laughs> what What else do you um um What do you have going on for the rest of the year? You're just gonna continue to um put out. You got great videos, girl. Keep that going. I'm yes. actually uh, working on expanding um, mm-hmm. to a different platform as well. Okay. But uh, right now, I'm actually in the process of expanding to Patreon with okay. more oh, yeah. uh, raw and unfiltered videos. Because, you know, on this platform, you kind of have to be a little... Mm-hmm. Right, tread low, like, yeah. yeah. Right. You have, to, you have to watch your wording or... Mm-hmm. You're gonna get hit with that yellow. Right. So, okay. I um I I told him I'm, I'm totally I mm. told myself I mm. was going to expand onto a different platform where I can kind of tell my stories a little bit more openly, right? Without having to censor myself and cut out certain clips out of fear right. that 
you know, okay. I'm not going to get monetized. Okay. Right. So um, I plan on doing that. And then I'm also going to start a beauty channel as well so I could talk about my hairstyles. Because, you know, hey, I do hair too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, um, you you make sure you, you reach keep out. us mm -hmm. updated and you reach yes. out. Let us know so we can support the other channels. Mm -hmm. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. Yes. Oh, no. Thank, thank you. Thank for, you, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much. I appreciate it so much. Yes. We will be in touch for sure. And let everybody know now what um other platforms that you're on. Are you on Instagram? Yes, follow okay. me on Instagram at Maroon Nikki, M-A-R-O-O-N-N-I-C-K-E-I. Okay. Um, and I'm also on Twitter, TikTok, mm -hmm. sort of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm working on my Patreon. So go yes. ahead and check out my channel okay. uh, on YouTube, Maroon Nikki as well. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank yes. you so much. All right. Bye-bye. to NBC.